Ugh, I need a break. Welcome to Confessions of a Working Writer, the podcast where I'm thankful for you. Yeah, it's the United States over here where I live for my overseas listeners. And it's about to be Thanksgiving weekend. Looks like it's going to be a pretty good one. My fiance has five days off of work. Never happens. Literally never happens. It's as miraculous as like the virgin birth as far as I'm concerned. It's great. I'm really excited. We're going to cook a little Thanksgiving dinner, right? We moved in recently. We moved in together last year, and she went up to to her home with her parents last year, and I stayed down here. Uh, so this will be our first Thanksgiving in this house together, which is on our second year of living together. It's awesome. We're going to make a bird. We're going to throw some other stuff together. We're going to do some stuff. It's going to be great. Uh, I'm planning a bunch of long walks, planning a large number of board games, uh, and probably some reading. Because I'm a writer, and if somehow you thought that made me sexy or suave or popular, fuck, read a book. Uh, like, that's just it, guys. Look, I'm, I'm planning on taking time off. And I don't want to bog you down with a huge podcast episode this week. I don't. But I wanted to say something, uh, because I know I struggle with it, and I know other writers are struggling with it right now. I wanted to talk to you about taking time off. And I want to do this like really focused. I want to be really brief about this point because it doesn't need to be a, a, a long, like 80 minute podcast. It can be quick. Look, I get it. We have this culture full of grind porn and hustle stories about how awesome it is. And if you just keep working and working and working, everything will go. And if you want full-time money, you put in full-time hours and rah, rah, rah. And, and like insert empty success platitude here. Uh, it's what we have. Like if I just work forever in a day, it'll be awesome. So I, I thought about how to talk about this because I have a hard time with and, uh, I, I, you know, oddly enough, the best story I have about this one isn't a story from when I was a writer. It's when I was in the military. You know, by the third year I was in the military, I had accumulated a month of uh, what's called user-lose leave. So you get 30 days of paid leave every year. Uh, and any day above 60 at the time, anything above 60 days of leave, you have to take or it has to go away. And uh, if you can't take it, your commander has to write a justification as to why you couldn't take it. Because it's not, and leave is not a benefit in the military. It's a right. You have the right to a month off of work total. Um, it's interesting. It's an interesting system. So if you're doing the math, then I had a month after three years. So I was, I hadn't taken a day of leave in the entire first few years I'd been in the military. I hadn't taken a single day off. Think about that, right? Now, I mean, I had weekends and stuff, but I hadn't taken any of my leave. Like, my vacation time had accumulated. I ended up having to take a month off of work. And here's the crazy part. 
I didn't realize how much I needed that month off of work. I had no idea. No idea. And look, just to get a month away from work, I, I really did have to like go through some hoops. Like there was some admin stuff that had to be handled. And I had to explain why I hadn't taken time off. And I just wanted to work and grind and keep going and you know, work, 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 work. I had this crazy work ethic logic at the time. But I took the month off and uh I don't think I realized it, but part of the way through that month I started realizing just how much mental strain and damage I'd done to myself. Like, seriously, just how much kind of abuse I'd put myself through by never walking away. Like, my work, my military time had become my existence. It had become my life. It was the only thing I really dealt with. It was the thing that I, I that justified who I was. That's, that's crazy. That's, that's a little, that's a little nuts. That's more than a little nuts. That's a lot nuts. Right? That's a lot nuts. It's crazy. I mean, when you think about that, just when you really, really think about that, 60 days where my, my work was the only thing, you know, like I'm not 60, like two years, three years, my work was the only thing. And I had done so much damage, I didn't even realize I had done the damage. When we get into this writing thing, a lot of us write online. I write online. I know a lot of writers who do it. Or they, they teach or they side hustle here or there. And that push is always to keep your side hustle going. I mean, it's just, it's a palpable pressure. Keep going, keep working, keep grinding. Charge up fucking Victory Hill. Because you think somehow you'll push the rock to the top of the fucking mountain and you'll get it, right? Like, that's the thing. You know, it, it, it's that whole idea of a Sisyphean task. And, and we think of Sisyphus because most people who know of Sisyphus know he rolled a rock up a hill. But you don't know why, right? And, and so according to myth, and I'm not going to dive into a huge Greek mythology discussion here, but according to myth, like Sisyphus was a bit of an asshole. Uh, and he screwed over a lot of people, and he even cheated the gods to get around death for a while, and eventually death did come for him, and he ended up dead. And the gods were like, fuck this guy. Maybe, now that I'm saying this out loud, maybe I should write a Greek mythology book, and just, just fuck this guy. Can you hear Zeus saying that? Anyway, they all decide they're going to deal with it, so they have to come up with a punishment. And so Hades and Mercury, Hermes, get together. God, I'm fucking seeing now it's Greek and Roman names, and I'm sure there's a mythology purist listening to this about to slap me in the mouth for fucking that up. Anyway, Hades and Hermes kind of get together and come up with an idea. And, and so, you know, it's presented to Sisyphus that here is this rock. And if you roll this rock to the top of this mountain, because you were so clever and we love you so much, that when you get this rock to the top of the mountain, uh, you'll be free. Right? You'll, you'll be free. Uh, but once, if you choose to take us up on this author offer, once you start, you have to keep trying until you're free from the underworld. And of course, as we all know, he can never get the rock to that top of the mountain, right? It's, it's never going to work. It doesn't work that way. But he keeps trying, and that's where we talk about a Sisyphean labor. This endless grind is a Sisyphean effort, right? You're never going to grind your way to ultimate achievement. 
you're not. Uh, you know, like, I don't care. I hear the people right now. Well, Matt, if you look at Amazon, I did, guys. Look, I've got an MBA, too. That's Here's the sneaky surprise for Confessions of a Working Writer. I actually know a lot about the business world. So bring on all your, like, well, you study Elon Musk and these guys. Right. All of them came from money. All of them had lucky breaks that popped up here and there. There was tons of shit that helped them out. Don't you dare start trying that bullshit law of attraction, garbage nonsense logic of, like, well, they just worked really hard and got there. Right. And everybody else who worked really hard just didn't work nearly hard enough. No, it's it's luck, guys. There's Luck is a huge factor in everything. I guess my point at the end of all of this, at the end of this like Sisyphean labor, hustle, grind, porn, Matt didn't take a day off for three years kind of ranting BS story. If you're listening to me right now, hopefully it's Wednesday. I'm, I'm releasing this on the Wednesday before the holiday, and, and I'm hoping that if you're listening to me right now, uh, and you're thinking about writing through this weekend, that's fine. I mean, look, I don't want to tell you not to write. I'll even write a little bit during the weekend, but I'm going to do it on a pen, with a pen on paper and try to stay away from this idea of, like, what are my media metrics and what does my blog look like and who, what's opportunity out here. Like, I'm going to just try to just write because I'm a writer, I do. I'm not saying don't write. What I am saying is walk away from the fucking grind for a minute. And maybe that means you never pick up a pin for multiple days, and that's okay too. You don't magically lose your ability to write by not doing it for a few days. Right? No damage happens to you that badly for this. And if it does, let's, let's play devil's advocate with me. If I'm wrong, if you're a medium writer and I'm wrong and you take this long holiday weekend off, right... If I'm wrong, you take the long holiday weekend off and you don't publish anything for a few days and it tanks you to the bottom, then here's my question. Is that work you really want to fucking do anyway? Just think about that for a minute. Do you really want to do that kind of fucking work? Where you have to be on all the time? I don't. It sounds terrible to me, actually. Now, hey, if you're paranoid about it, eh, you know, maybe you should publish ahead of time and hope for the best. I don't know. I just think you should take time off. I'm not a guru. I'm not a genius. I'm not, you know, I just think you should take some time off. That's it. Take some time off. Sit down. Read a book. Go for a walk. Fish. Do whatever. I don't know what it is for you. Take some time off and be with the ones you love. We're at about 10 minutes. I think I've made that point pretty well. And I don't want to occupy a lot of your time, man. I want you going out and relaxing. You know, that's it. Then take some time off. This is just me telling you, take some time off. If you only answer to yourself as a boss because you're a freelance writer and on, you're like, oh, I'm going to keep grinding. Well, pretend for a minute that I'm your boss and I'm telling you to take the fucking weekend off. That's all. So now that we made that point, we're going into this holiday, and I know there's a lot of political issues around it and everything else, and I don't ever really dive into it. I just try to remember this. You know, when I was a little kid, they did this little thing at school where you said who you were thankful for and all. 
And I just want to take a minute to let you know, if you're a listener to Confessions of a Working Writer, I don't I don't have any Patreon supporters for this show or anything else. The budget for this comes out of my pocket. And look, going into 2022, I'm going to come up with ways for people to support me if they'd like to. I always promise that. I very rarely deliver on it. I just don't care. I, I do this to help. I, I, you know, words from people that cared about me and, and taught me other ways helped me when I was a young writer. So that's why I do this. Um... But yeah, if, if you've been listening and, and you're new or you're a long-time listener or what have you, um, feel free to connect with me on social media. Uh, feel free to keep supporting the show however you do, by listening to it mostly. And if you listen to this and share this with someone or just take the time to yourself, if you're sitting down and, and hearing me ramble and rant on, because who the fuck am I? Well, I'm thankful for you. I am. Thank you for giving me some of your time. Thank you for listening to my story. Thank you for being open. And and thank you for giving me a good reason to keep doing this. So that's it. That's the episode. Everybody, if you're in the United States, have a happy Thanksgiving. If you're not, have a great weekend anyway. Regardless, take some time off. Walk away for a bit. You won't regret it. Until next time, everybody, I'm Matt, just a working writer, and this has been my confession. I'll talk to you next time. (laughs) ¶¶